Drinking my time, talking toys. This is a podcast we are making noise. Gather round all you girls and boys. It's drinking my time, we are talking toys. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we got a ton of news to go through. We got some NECA, we got some Power Rangers, we got tons of Lego to talk about, and we got some DC collectibles, Chinese warriors as well. Uh, man, it's going to be tough to know where to begin here. I think we could probably just start it off with talking about some Lego stuff since I got a ton. Uh, let's let's talk about these Lego Star Wars Boost Droid Commanders coming let's. out. This is something that I uh, saw like before. Uh, what they they announced it May the fourth. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah. yeah, I saw it, and I got to tell you, I was a little interested. Oh, you were interested. Oh, yeah. in this. okay. And may, may the fourth be with you. I don't think we've gotten and to say that. And also with you. And also with you. I don't <laughs> think that's the proper response. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, these are. Le- how much do you know about these? How much? How 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 much do I got to tell you about these in the background on them? Are you talking about this specific set? Or are you talking about Boost? Boost in uh, general. I know that it was a set that was released like 2017 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So and you, you know. can still you can still get it from what I understand. Yeah, it's still available. And it's very app driven. Yeah. Right. It's very it's all about uh, STEM. Oh yeah, all about the STEM. So that's why I thought this was a little weird because they just announced and released Spike, which is their new platform. I assume is their new platform. Okay. And now they're going back to Boost with a Star Wars droid. So we should probably tell the listeners a little bit about what's going on in here. So Boost is like an app controlled. You can like build a robot. You can build a couple things like with an app uh, on the side. And then the Lego will actually do something and make noise and do a, a, a move around and do stuff like that. Uh, this is pretty much that same concept just applies to Star Wars droids. So you can build like an R2-D2. You can build like a gonk droid. Tons of droids you can build in this thing. I can't believe they didn't do this sooner. Honestly, I mean, I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you say sooner. It it's been two years. I, I, they probably wanted to see how Boost would do because I don't think like like Mindstorms is the precursor to this, and I don't think that did super well. Okay. Where Star Wars probably wanted to even touch it, but I think this is good enough that they're like, oh yeah, whatever. We'll 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 test this out. But I really think it's a missed opportunity with all the spike stuff that's happening. Like people seemed really amped about this, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, our older platform Boost. We're going to release this new concept for it. That's why I just thought it was kind of weird. So I, I think, do you have anything else you want to talk about with this? Well, so you don't seem that interested in it. I'm really not. Like, I'm going to pick it up from a standpoint of I would just want to get it because it's Star Wars related. But I don't, I don't know if I'm super excited to open it and play with it or anything like that. I was seeing people were really uh, thrilled about the build on R2 just because that the last one that they got or whatever had too many peg holes on it i saw or, t- or peg notches like it looked too peggy this one looks way smoother way nicer yeah i mean he looks good i'm like like it all looks good it's just it's just kind of weird it's just kind of weird that it's like in this other like i would i would much have preferred just a regular r2d2 that's not in the boost platform that looks good rather than getting what i assume is going to be a super expensive set i don't know if they released a price on it but it's probably going to be over a hundred dollars easily for this thing it's just it's that what i complained about last time i was talking about spike it's so much of an investment for parents to make yeah and this toy that like it might be cool you don't know yeah that's this that's just kind of where we differ though as far as like your interest in legos and my interest in legos where i would i every lego set i would buy it's because i'd play with it yeah and you're and you're the collector i mean you don't play with legos i know you build all the sets and everything like that so i I understand where you're coming from there but this is just like totally interactive for like a kid when i saw this i was just like this is something maybe i should pick up and like hang on to and until you know i have a kid i can play with the technology is going to change that's that's why i don't like it yeah you can think like that and i totally understand but it's just like they're gonna find ways around that they're not they're gonna leave not, it to I'm die. Not, hey, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that Lego's gonna find a way around it. I'm, I'm saying that people will find a way to operate these things, regardless of whatever app platform is available to them. Like, yeah. There's always gonna be people messing around with this kind of stuff, if, especially if you invest that much money into it. There's definitely gonna be people that are figuring out underground ways I, to figure this stuff out. I guess so. I don't know. It's, it's all app based. That's what makes me concerned yeah. because apps are so locked down to the platform. So it's not like someone can just tinker and 
update the app for like a newer phone or tablet generation and then release it on the app store like apple's gonna be like no you're, yeah. you're not gonna release that crummy thing that you build in your garage you know true i don't i I just i don't think it's gonna be a long-lasting thing because it's so tied to a technology that is rapidly rapidly changing oh yeah no, with each generation enough. so that's the only reason i don't think it's gonna be a super i mean i think if i had a kid right now that was the pr- appropriate age 100 percent, i'd be buying this thing and we'd be building it and playing with it and doing all that stuff. But I just don't think it's worth investing in to try to build with your kid later on. Because there's just going to be the next thing that's even cooler and better. And like they already released their new platform, Spike. So it's like, why would I go back to the old platform that they're clearly beyond already? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't, I don't want to... That This was my initial take when I read it. And that's why like I'm not that into it. Oh, fair enough. I, I, well, my initial take was... That's crazy that they made R2-D2 and then these other two droids that you barely see in the movies. Well, apparently you can build like hundreds of the droids. That I didn't know. Yeah, they're, they're going to be like combinable and there's like tons and tons of droids that you can build and all. So that's very cool. And I could see the replayability with it, but I just, I'm going to get it because it's weird and it's Star Wars and it's going to be in my collection. But I'm probably not going to open it up and mess with it. Because I'm not really gonna like play with it right now. Oh I don't man, really have it, the time. it totally grabbed me when I was watching like the uh, press release videos of it with all them, all the droids doing their thing. With especially specifically, it was R2 like doing his little hack, like the lock mechanical thing popping out his chest, and then he starts spinning the lock or whatever. I'm like, wow, that's crazy that they're able to do that now. Yeah. So I mean, that that grabbed me. Um, and I guess it just didn't grab you, which I, I understand. Yeah, I, I mean, to I guess to your defense, I I didn't really watch a lot of the press videos, so maybe if I watched more of them, I would be more into it. I just kind of read it and was like, Boost, that's weird. Why would they release it on Boost? And that kind of tainted it for me from the get-go. So I I could see from an outsider looking in that it, it would be pretty cool. I don't want to spend too much more time on it. Why don't we uh, kick it over to some Power Rangers news? What do you got for us? Uh, not too big a news. We all saw that it was coming, but uh, you're now able to get... Uh, you're able to place your pre-order uh, exclusively at GameStop for the Goldar Lightning Collection figure. Dude, um, GameStop hanging on with the exclusives. Yeah, uh, $24, I think. That's going to get you All right. uh, it's gonna get you a pre-order for Goldar, which um, it is, is that more expensive? To, uh, yeah, it's a little more expensive, I think, because I think these are retailing at $19.99. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I haven't seen them in stores yet, because uh, actually people are still having issues getting their uh, ones that they pre-ordered. And, oh, really? Yeah, they're still having issues with that. I think it's I think it's settling down now, but it's still kind of an issue in, in certain places. Um, this Goldar figure is actually slated to uh, arrive in collector's hands on October 25th. Wow, what a special day. What a special day. That's that my sp- that's my birthday, everybody. Oh, there you go. So, that's that's pretty exciting. Um I'm super pumped for that figure. I don't I I probably will end up getting it at some point. I I'm, would imagine. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just not crazy about it being GameStop exclusives. Is it always going to be GameStop exclusive? I you believe think? so. Oh yeah, that's crumb. At least the Goldar figure is. The other ones are not GameStop exclusive. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't understand why they're doing that. And and not to mention, but I think I might have mentioned on the cast already. But my games, my local GameStop closed doors. Really? Yeah. I have to drive out of my way down to the next town to get to GameStop. I would imagine that's a trend that's going to continue because Sad. there's I haven't stepped foot in the GameStop in years. <laughs> you <laughs> haven't really? No. Why would I go in there? What 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 is Well you you're always up to date with like your consoles and all that. Why would I buy those at GameStop? Yeah, true. Yeah. They're always more expensive. They don't price match. They don't do much. They're always I never have a good relationship with the person behind the desk. They always seem inconvenienced by you. Well, not inconvenienced, they're just pushing their power up card on you that you yeah. don't want. Maybe that. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, Hey, do you have and they're like, We don't have that. <laughs> and I'm just like, All right, goodbye. <laughs> Let me go go online and just do it through that. It's easier. Yeah, they they never have the right prices. So yeah, uh, if you uh, desperately want that Goldar figure, go ahead and pre-order. I think it's going to be super available though, so I wouldn't worry about. I can't believe you're not more hyped on these lightning figures. Eh, I am. They're fine. That was an eh. Like these. This is like I thought you would love. Yeah, no, it's it's nice to see that, you know, uh, older properties like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like the villain side of it is getting attention. Yeah. But it's like, how many more figures do I need of, like, Tommy 
and other rangers. What do you want then? You want new stuff? You want all the stuff I from don't... the new show? Personally, yeah. I yeah. Do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just let Mighty Morphin breathe. I mean, it's just it's constantly just getting stuff out. As far as like yeah. Funko doing it up with pops and just little blind bag stuff. It's just I can relax. understand that. I just I I I haven't seen a Goldar look this good in a long time. Fair enough. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if you want Goldar as a figure, like, happy birthday. Like here yeah. here it is. Oh yeah. You know? No, and don't, and I want to be firmly on the record. I am excited about it, but it's just like I'm not about to like, I'm like here's my money. Like I, I'm just a little I, okay. more reserved about it. You know, I see what you're saying. It's 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 good. It's interesting, but at the same time, just like you know, pump the brakes a little bit on Muddy Morphin. <laughs> I, I know Hasbro's it. all like, you know, they're trying to do what they can with with the license that they just acquired, and they're just trying to you know, go come up swinging here. But just relax. Yeah, you know? I, they'll. I don't know what they'll do, but it it, se- it seems like the October release being so far out and the initial wave only has four, maybe they'll pace them nicely throughout the year so you're not just like, here's everything Mighty Morphin, you got to get it now. And then next year, here's everything else Mighty Morphin, you got to get it now. Yeah. It seems like they got a nice pace going to it. Yeah. All right. Any, anything else you want to say about that? No. All right, word. Let's hit, hit it back over to Lego News. I'll. This is actually pretty close to some of the things you're talking about, about availability and exclusives and GameStop exclusive. Not quite. Uh, but I'm I'm jumping all the way down my list here to the regional exclusives available worldwide. I don't know if yes. you saw this. Did you I, see this? I, news? Yes, I'm very excited about that. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Lego is going to start the policy of anything they release regionally, like as an exclusive or anything like that. They're going to have a brief period of time, like three months, they said, where it'll be available at Lego.com and Lego stores, so anybody across the world can buy it through just Lego themselves. So you can get rid of like everything that just happened with the Darth Vader bust. That would have been taken care of because you could just get it from Lego. Uh, anything else like the Brickheads that were released. The only, Some things like will not be included in this, like San Diego Comic-Cons, which people are still really up in arms about, like all of those exclusive sets. Because that's the most exp- expensive stuff on the aftermarket. But at least it will take care of like a lot of the Chinese New Year sets that have been releasing just in China. They'll be available in the U.S. But it's everything from May 1st onward. So it's not like they're going to go back to like the Darth Vader bus or any of that stuff and, and fix it. But anything here on out, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with this because I was, I mean, you know, my Darth Vader story, my yeah. Darth, like I'm, I'm so beyond any of those exclusives. So I'm just ready for this to be, to be happening. Yeah. This, I mean, this is not only a Lego issue. This is toy wide issue with oh, yeah. several companies on regional exclusives. So, um, uh, I remember more specifically, uh, I think the situation was corrected, but more specifically, uh, Haslabs Java Sale Barge. I don't know if you uh, are familiar with that at all. No. There was so much. There's so many issues with that as far as like getting crowdfunding to support this gigantic uh, Java Sale Barge that was a part of the vintage collection that we never got. You know, back in the day. Yeah. And it's like to scale like gigantic uh, sale barge for these for your vintage action figures and like shipping this thing. It's gigantic. It's like five <laughs> feet tall. I think oh, or something like that. Or five feet long. What do you do with so, that? Yeah, I mean, it's like a gigantic collector's piece. That's so, nuts. Uh, and there was all this drama about it, like, only being Northeastern exclusive. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, or, like, uh, you know, North, North America. North America, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, uh, Exclusive. So, it, it, like, you know, people all across the world weren't able to get it. But then there was all these people, like, saying, like, oh, no, no, help, help out the crowdfunding. And, you know, it'll be available to you at some point. And then people like weren't getting them supposedly like all across the country, something like that. And it was just a mess with with things like that. So hopefully, I, I believe honestly, I, th- I think it was corrected. I haven't looked into it in a while, but I, I hope that like people can take some notes from what Lego's doing here. Oh, I think yeah. this is the way to go. Like you don't need to have a year round, you know, release or. Uh, eligibility to purchase this stuff but like the way they're doing it where they're giving you a window like hey for you serious collectors if you really want this stuff here's it here's a time if you can't get in here then tough yeah i I love that i think that's fantastic and i really hope people you know take notes from this it's very fair it's only gonna help them out like to that point like people want it why would you cut them off from why i never made sense to me these exclusives like cut people off from sales that you could have easy sales because like, yeah. people go nuts for this stuff. And it's still very, fairly exclusive. You know, it's a three-month period of time. And regular people aren't going to get it. It's just going to be for collectors. But, like, give the people a chance. And otherwise, you're, you're just going to annoy your fans. I mean, I talked about this at length. But, like, I have a certain budget that goes to Lego. If I have to go onto the secondary market and buy something, that's less money that can go to Lego. I think a lot of collectors are the same. 
So I think they finally woke up and they were like, all right, well, we should probably not do this. It doesn't make any sense. We're going to, mm-hmm. we could beat this to a dead horse, but it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's really awesome and, and encouraging to see that this change is being made. Hopefully it blankets to other, uh, to other areas in the toy world. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, is that, is that yeah, what yeah. I want to say? Um, so this isn't, this isn't huge news or anything, but I thought it worth mentioning in the spirit of May the 4th, just passing us, um, there are a lot of Star Wars toys being found at five and below. Oh yeah, get back into brick and mortar, man. They're 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 there. Um, AKA all the stuff that nobody wants. Yeah, I guess. Um, Unless it's good stuff, I don't. Know. I haven't looked at this yet. I mean, you got like Black Series figures going into five and below. If you're lucky to find that kind of stuff, like that's highly detailed, like collectible adult figures. Yeah, I'm sure it's the ones that nobody wants though. Yeah, but still, I'm I'm just saying, like if you're yeah. just starting out. And like that's a great that'd be a great place to just grab a bunch of them and just really kickstart your collection. Yeah, um, I guess that's true. They've done this to Funko as well. Yeah, they just like and and it's it's always the stuff that you're like who would buy, who would in their right mind would actually buy this thing. Right. Hey, you never. Yeah, I mean, it's you just don't know what's there. You know, that's you, true. You got to go to your local store and figure it out and uh, go from there. But you know, the fact it's alluring because it's five and below and it's like, you're going to get it for a bargain, at least five or yeah, below a guaranteed $5 <laughs> price point. Um, some of the, some of the notable ones I see the, uh, the empire, uh, probe droid here. Don't you want the probe droid? I think that's, that was everyone's favorite character. <laughs> from... The one that Han shot at in the empire strikes <laughs> yeah, back. That memorable moment of shooting at the probe droid. Somebody's going to want that probe droid. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I thought that interesting and, and, and it made me almost want to drive out to a, a five and below wherever it is. I, I haven't been in one in there since, I don't know, maybe two Halloweens ago or something. Yeah. I got a couple around my house. I just, I'm just always disappointed when I walk in there and what's available, but uh, I mean, I'm not going to be looking for this stuff, but maybe when we're together, we yeah. can go. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I went in there for stocking stuffers like a couple Christmases ago and I couldn't even move because I went around like Christmas. Oh yeah. I couldn't even, it was, I just walked right out. Cause you got every grandmother and mom and dad that doesn't know what to get their kid. Oh, just yeah. like Five need below. stopping stucker stuffers. <laughs> Let's get them in there. Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, if, you know, you feel inclined, go check out, there's an excuse to go check out five and below some, for some star Wars. There items. you go. We are not sponsored by five and below, by the way. <laughs> All right. Is that, is that what you got there? Yeah. All right, I'm going to switch it back over, back into Lego news. Here, here's something that might catch your attention. I don't know if, if you've seen this yet. So Lego Ideas, I've talked about a ton. on the, We've talked about a ton on the cast. So this is the crowdfunded way to get your Lego set turned into a real official Lego set. Things like the Flintstones and Minecraft originally started out as an idea set. All, all t- Tons of really cool sets. So the next set that has achieved 10,000 supporters is Sesame Street, the Sesame Street set. And I just wanted to get this in front of you because I know how much you love Sesame Street I've seen and it. Muppets. So you've seen this thing? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, this has re- it's past that threshold of being reviewed by Lego. So now it'll be in the next, the next or like even the next next review period to possibly becoming a set. But I think it's got a pretty good shot. It's a very large set, but I think just anything Sesame Street related, like Lego could take this and say, all right, people clearly want Sesame Street. Let's design a, a set around Sesame Street. But I mean, I mean, in this this guy's set. I think I think it's a guy that this this builder it could be male or female. Um, they they went to like great detail to recreate the street and some of the iconic buildings and even have some figures. Anything catching your eye in this thing? This is it's probably something you're not familiar with, but to a lesser extent of what this reminds me of is uh, the actual old play set that I had, the Fisher Price play set with like the little peg people. It was totally Sesame Street, and it was like built like this. It was like a big building that you could take apart into into two sections, yeah. spread it out, make the street, and you got all your people inside and outside. Uh, so I think that the spirit of that was, I'm assuming that had something to do with, you know, they're trying to capture the spirit of that in this set. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's really cool. Um, as far as what's catching my eye, do you want me to start talking about these minifigures? Yeah, man, get some figs out there, yeah. <laughs> Are you excited for uh, Gordon and who is it? Susan, Gordon, and Susan. I, I, I mean, Gordon. I know Susan. I can't say I'm super familiar with. Uh, oh, you mean the humans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know any of the humans. <laughs> I don't know. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, the humans. I forgot they had names. There we go. Because I mean, we don't even need to mention Big Bird. I mean, that's just deplorable. It's... Yeah. The. I mean, what they were able to do and make the Big Bird. Obviously, they weren't spending any money on creating oh, yeah, a real course. mold. So I guarantee. I mean, you. 
you have to know that they're going to be sculpting. Oh yeah, yeah. I would that. really hope there would be sculpted heads for these if it, if it made I, it into a set. I think that's standard now. I, I, do you think they'd sculpt all the puppet heads? I, yeah, if they did one, they would do all of them. Wow. I would imagine. Yeah, because Elmo doesn't look that bad, or like Ernie doesn't look that bad, but like Bert looks horrendous because his head doesn't look like that. Yeah. I th- I think they would end up sculpting all their heads, and then the human human figures would be the same. That's what they're doing for the Disney line anyway. And I think Jim Henson, I think, is owned by Disney at this point, or some yes. branch of it is owned by yes, Disney. Yeah, it is. So it's it's not like they couldn't do the license pretty easily just through Disney. So like, hey, can we throw Sesame, Lego into Sesame or Sesame Street in the Lego? And Disney would probably be like, yeah, definitely. That's just a money maker for us. Do it. Um, but I think this set is too big. Like it's that it's a whole building with an interior and everything. It's too large to make it into an idea set. I, I would imagine they'd scale it down if they did do it. And, and remove some of these figures oh yeah you want to be getting the whole cast i mean in here you got like everybody you ever knew about i mean it's cookie monsters there yeah you got you got everyone i would imagine they'd scale down to like oh snuffleupagus isn't there but i guess he would be pretty tough well yeah you got a you got a couple of missing like telly yeah, yeah i mean you got, a, you got a couple of missing puppets there but you got the you got essential ones you could scrap the human figures for sure that's oh yeah that's, they can get out of here yeah and then you also got um, the two construction workers. Do you remember their names? No, I, I do. I do not. It's Biff and Sully. Biff and Sully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could be scrapped easy. I think you need Elmo, probably Bert and Ernie and Big Bird, and and maybe like Grover or Oscar. Not Prairie Dawn. I don't even know who that is. That's the that's the little girl puppet. Yeah, you don't need her. <laughs> maybe I, is she newer? Is she a newer one? I don't no, know. she's Prairie Dawn's been around. I don't remember Sesame Street too well. I definitely watched it, but I was very, very young, and I never returned to it. So, like, Muppets is clearer in my mind than Sesame Street. Gotcha. Yeah. So, this reached 10,000 supporters. Uh, That doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be a set, but it has a really, really good shot. Uh, So, we'll keep you updated on that if we hear any other news on that set. All right. Let's let's kick it back over into your world. Yeah. I think uh, we're at NECA. Well, I'll talk about NECA. This is just something I want to get through because this... I always feel... I feel obligated to mention stuff on here because it is i mean it's news but at the same time it's like this this next subject there's no way i would ever collect it uh it's for dc collectibles uh they're releasing chinese warriors superhero figures okay i mean Uh, these look kind of cool yeah but i just don't know if like the market's there for that kind of stuff the chinese market 100 percent is (laughs) are you joking what do you mean am i joking (laughs) yeah i think the chinese market's huge on this stuff okay do you disagree? That's like the new world economy, man. Like, well, the U.S. is like is is on the decline, and China is on the uprise. So people are starting to manufacture things specific for China. Lego's doing it too. Okay, I think that's that's probably what this is geared towards is the Chinese collectors. I, I didn't take it like that. Oh, what you? How did you take it? I took it like people that were interested in Chinese culture uh, enthusiasts, like kind of deal in the it U.S. Could, it could be that too, but I think it's probably more for the Chinese market. Okay. Well, the the last thing DC Collectibles did, they uh, tried the same kind of idea where they incorporated, uh, like superhero their superheroes into wrestling figures, like Mexican luchadors. Okay. And that was actually something that was on display at New York Toy Fair last February, and they're saying, yeah, they're they're gonna come out. Pre-orders are gonna come out, and. In recent weeks, I think they actually put out a blanket statement saying like we're figuring out ways to bring these to you, better ways to bring these to you, and they they took them off like pre-orders and everything. They t- they basically got rid of it. Oh, okay. Um, there's rumblings that it's like just it's it's gone for the moment, but it's coming back because it's still like on DC's like homepage and stuff, and like you can still look at stuff. But oh, as weird. of as of this moment, like we don't know if we're ever gonna get them, um, and. That's so you think kinda, this might be the same? It's kind of. I think it's going to be the same way, man. I think they might have accidentally stumbled upon something that might work, if they do go after the Chinese market with this. But <laughs> okay, the and, Chinese market. All right. Now, yeah. now with your previous statement, I'm like, all right, maybe they have no idea what they're doing, and this is a terrible idea. I can see your where you're coming from. I think they might have stumbled upon like, oh, this could be a huge success in China, not in the states. This is not how I was expecting you to react to this. How would you expect me to react? I took one look at the picture, and I was just like, they are running out of ideas. Well, yeah, what, I agree. What are can you do with this property? Like, it's just like, what haven't we done yet? 
oh yeah, like Chinese culture. Yeah. Like, let's infuse that with or the superheroes. Yeah. Perfect. It's weird. It's definitely weird, and I don't think it needs to be done. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Maybe people are after this. I have no idea. I don't know what. I mean, what would you do if you're somebody that's working at these action figure companies, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we need Batman. He's got to come out again. What are we doing with Batman? What would your idea be?" I wouldn't have one. No. I, I mean, so this is probably put on like the spot. No, I don't have the answers to to help them. But yeah. it's just like if they're gonna take a page out of what they've already done with that whole wrestling luchador fiasco then it's like we should take a step back yeah i don't i don't know if companies have the wherewithal to do that to just be like hey maybe we should take a year off from batman and then release him another year that's not what i'm saying i'm saying like if you're gonna just well let's let's just do superhero properties but infuse them with other things they're just like trying to be funko and it's just like it's not it's i don't think it's landing yeah whatever I don't know how to feel about it. I, I really don't because I totally understand your point. It was like, this is dumb. Like, it's pretty dumb. But I think it might do well. But I don't think they had the intention of it doing well because the, the luchadors, it's not like Mex- Mexico is a growing economy. But, like, I don't know if Mexican, Mexican uh, like, natives, like, they care about luchadors that much to be like, I want Superman as a luchador. That'd be cool. And it sounds like it didn't work out. But this, I feel like they might have something if they release them in China. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you, can you see that point at all or sure. no? Sure. No, yeah. I can. I think they might stumble onto something and then maybe it'll do okay. I mean, it, it's a it's what they're doing. It's their best shot, I guess. Rather than just another Batman, a standard Batman figure, which everybody has, I assume, at this point. All right. I, that's all I got to say about it. That's. I mean, it's new stuff. I like that. <laughs> all right. Let's... Uh, there's more Lego news. I, I don't think I went through these. I'll go through these quickly. There was Lego Summer 2019 images. There were just tons and tons of new themes with all the images coming out from City and Friends and Jurassic World and Architecture and Creator and even Mars Exploration, a new side to City, which is space theme, which people are probably going to love and I think looks really cool. But the one I really wanted to talk about was Lego Harry Potter Summer 2019 wave. I wasn't expecting a, another Harry Potter wave this soon. And, man, they're just going for it with these sets, man. These look good, and they're redoing some old sets, which has me kind of pumped because it means that older sets that people might have missed out on, like the Night Bus, the big purple, like, three-tiered bus that they released a while ago, and a lot of people is very expensive in the aftermarket. They're just straight up re-releasing that set almost and, and, like, updated. But the one I really want to talk about is the cheapest set in this wave, which I think is coming out at, like, $29.99, still pretty expensive, and it is the uh, Expecto Patronum set. Have you, or yeah, Expecto Patronum. Have you seen the set yet? I think I posted about it on Twitter. It's the one with the Patronus stag in it. And you don't know Harry Potter that well. No, so I you, don't. Yeah. I've seen the first two movies. And yeah. Read the first book. That's so, it. Expecto Patronum is, and this set is from the third movie, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, at the end of the film. I don't think this is a spoiler because if you haven't seen Harry Potter, like, sorry. Uh, he's, he's using his Patronus charm to save uh, his uncle and like from all these dementors and they have this big stag patronus is like his everyone has like an animal patronus most people probably know this uh but you're getting his patronus stag in this set and it's like a it's a very new piece it's like brand new lego piece that they decided to do it's very elaborate uh a a big piece to just be do for this specific set and it's like it's not like it's a reusable piece really you don't think that you talk about this deer yeah the, the patronus charm yeah that's the Patronus stag. Yeah, it's a deer. Oh, no, dude. I saw that. I was like, that can totally just be another, like, animal piece. Just I, for... I, I don't think the way it comes together, though, I don't think so. Because it's, I don't think it's one solid piece. Like, it actually clicks together. And, like, they don't do that with animals. Typically, their animal pieces are just one solid piece. And it's, it's translucent. It's like a translucent blue. It's just a very unique piece that I don't know if they're going to be able to reuse a lot. It, it may be once or twice, but not a lot. And it's, it's like such a specific thing that I was like, I can't believe they didn't, they included that. Like, that's nuts to me. They could have just easily had that, like, stickered somehow or, like, printed in a weird way. But they were like, no, we're just going to build that big old Patronus. Like, he's the biggest one. You know, like, some people have, like, rabbits and smaller things. But they were just like, yeah, we're just doing Harry Stag. He's just, it's going to be huge. So, I just thought that was super weird. Is that something you're picking up and building? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to build it. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up. Uh... I, I'm, I, I think I'm going to pick up all of these. Then you're getting some Triwizard Tournament. 
uh, sets with like a big old dragon. You're going to get Hagrid's Hut, which is a very iconic set. That one I probably would open and build uh, just because it's pretty iconic. You're getting uh, another bit of the Harry Potter uh, castle or the Hogwarts castle. And it's specifically around the scene where uh, they're, it's their uh, their ball, their like Yuletide ball. And they're all dressed up in their Yuletide. I, just, I think that they're very just very, very cool sets. They picked out very unique moments throughout the Harry Potter universe and decided to make sets out of them. And you're also getting a, uh, a an advent calendar for around the holidays. So that is brand new for the Harry Potter series. They do one, Lego does one for Star Wars and City and Friends. And this is the, the fourth uh, advent calendar they'll put out. And it's going to be Harry Potter themed. Wow. I, I wonder if that's going to be, that can't be possibly be a tradition that they're going to carry out every year. This has got to be exclusive, right? I don't know, man. They might try to keep it going if it does well. I don't know. Because Harry Potter is done. I mean, there's no other books. They're they're in the same like universe with like what the Fantastic Beasts or whatever that is. I understand yeah. that, that that it's a universe, but they can't possibly do more Harry Potter. I don't know what I mean. Warner Brothers has to be seeing what's going on with Disney and these universes and like creating all these movies around them, and they have to be like, we got to copy that or we're gonna die, you know. <laughs> so I, I would imagine the Harry Potter universe is not done. You know, they're gonna keep releasing stuff and then and then also release the older stuff. Same with the same way they do Star Wars now. It's like they release stuff for the new film, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, remember this sweet set from episode five? Here you go. You get that as well. Um, I think they're going to do that with Harry Potter, and I hope they do, because it, it's a it's a pretty sweet series and, and sweet license, and I like it a lot. So I'm, I'm gonna, definitely going to collect all of these. Right on. But that Patronus one cracks me up. <laughs> I can't wait to... <laughs> I, I'll probably open it up and put that Patronus together, because it's too funny that they made that thing. <laughs> all right, that's, I, that's all I got. Yeah, I, I got... You got your last topic here. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of split it into two topics because uh, we got we got NECA doing some work again. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, first, I can mention that uh, you actually found these, uh, so you're familiar with these already. Um, but the Golden Girls, they are uh, they're a coming. They actually we, uh, NECA just released um, new press images. All uh, all four Golden Girls. All four of them. What about their friends? <laughs> what about? The like they're they're gentlemen callers. The gentlemen callers and the homosexual they live with, at least in season one. I've only really seen season one of of Golden Girls. I don't recall. Okay, I, they, that was a show that was like I'd catch an episode like halfway through and I would just not know what's going on. Like, so we're just getting the girls here. Yeah, we're just getting the girls. I think that's all you need. It's funny because they, from what I understand, they are being sold separately. That's great. I think they can be bought as one entirety. I would hope so. An entire collection. So uh, it's it's weird. It's like, would you? I, I don't see anybody. What are you gonna say? I don't see anybody buying this stuff like unironically. Like it's it's just it's there to to make fun uh, of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna go like, who would want this? And I'm like, that's the feeling that I have when you mention the horror figures because I'm like, who needs this? Who who wants this? Well, like, what adult market are you trying to corner? People you know? love Golden Girls. It's man. funny that they're doing it. I'm I'm glad that it's it's something that exists or it's going to exist. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, what? There, there's no way there's like moms or dads out there that grew up watching the show, and they're like, oh, perfect. This is exactly <laughs> what I need for my collection to display because I. In such appreciation of the Golden Girls, I love that sitcom. Yeah, there's no way anybody is like that out there that's seeking this stuff out. It's like, you know, younger generation saying like, "Oh, remember that show that my parents used to watch? This is hilarious." Look, I'm I'm gonna put them next to Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. Yeah, set them up. I get that. Yeah, there's definitely that that bit of it that's strictly ironic. There might be a few collectors out there that really love Golden Girls and they just want to have these things. And these typically cost around like thirty dollars, I think. Yeah, they're steep. That's gonna add up when you gotta <laughs> buy all four of them. So this Golden Girls collectors—they got—they don't have much merchandise to buy, man. They got this is it. Oh, this is one off. Yeah, they're not gonna make any more. I mean, this this I think people some people probably are buying this as like to help out the cause. I think because if they if there is a sitcom out there that they want that that they want action figures of, they're probably thinking maybe I should buy some of these up you know so i get my jerry's jerry seinfeld <laughs> maybe figure. down yeah maybe down the line i'll get you know seinfeld i guess yeah, yeah. A good example i don't yeah i don't know they're pretty funny to me i like them they're very very detailed very they look awesome yeah and that's that's the funny part i mean that's they're just there to be there <laughs> it's it's to get like you know reaction i guess isn't that the same with the horror figures though 
It's just they're kind of there to be there. There's such a heavy cult following with all that stuff. I mean, this has a heavy cult following too, though. Yeah, but it's not in a way where it's like, I need need all this commemorative memorabilia of Golden Girls. Like, it's like a show that I used to watch. Maybe. I don't think there's any kind of consumable memorabilia... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of speaking out my my butt here because I don't I, I don't investigate what is there to collect from Golden Girls. But... I don't know if there's a lot. Yeah. That's why people might be super excited for this. That love Golden Girls and they're like, oh man, finally something Golden Girls related that I can purchase. <laughs> I'd love to meet that person. That's that what I'm exciting. saying about the horror collectors though, because I'm like, I'd love to meet them. I don't know these people. I don't know that they exist. All right. Do you are there horror conventions? I don't know. Are there? Yes. Are there, there Golden Girls conventions? I doubt it. I bet there might be one. They kind of get just like, like you know. I don't think they're on the same plane. I'll be real. They're not on the same plane. Thank like, you. I, there's because the the horror films are still making them, you know. Of course. But if you took like a horror a horror villain, I don't know. And this might just be like for sitcom collector fans or something like that. People that just love sitcoms and they like like Friends and they love all of them. They're just like, oh yeah, I got all this friend stuff. I'll I'll tack on the Golden Girls. Yeah, I like that sitcom too. And then I got all my figures. I see okay. that as, like, some of the horror things that you mentioned. I'm like, yeah, someone that collects, like, Friday the 13th and these bigger franchises, they might go back and be like, oh, yeah, I'll get it, whatever, I'll get him, he's cool. You need to be more real and understand that that, that demographic is a tiny, tiny piece of the pie. We don't know. You don't know that. Oh, come on, man. Like, I, I mean, it's all based off of uh, what we know. We don't know. Are you just arguing just to argue? No, I mean, come I'm not. On. I'm, be- I'm being serious. <laughs> I'd really, like... I've seen people that have full-on collections of, like, Beatles stuff. And then they have full-on collections of, like, Friends stuff. And I'm like, all right, I guess there's, like, a market for those people that just love something so much that they just collect every bit of whatever is released around it. Like Jurassic Park, too. Where it's just, like, they have just every Jurassic Park thing ever released. I can't imagine that would stop at something that's, like, I don't know. Golden Girls was a huge show. With all the licenses that NECA has... This is just very out of left field, extremely tame, and quite frankly boring compared to what they have. And there's <laughs> no—I'll say it again. That's how you feel about that's it. That's how though. I feel. Okay, fine. But you're—they made these. Ironically, you have to agree with me on that. There's, there's no, I there's mean, not maybe. just like, oh, well, there's an untapped market there for people that really have strong appreciation for sitcoms. They are making this stuff because it's funny to put next to the rest of their lineup. I'll take you your word that. for it. I'll you take, take your word how, for it. How can you take my word? You, dude, you, come on. I'm like, I look at some of the stuff that Lego releases, and like, they released the Big Bang Theory, like, set. I'm like, I don't, are there, are there people that want that set because of Big Bang Theory? Sure, maybe. Like, people like that show. Sure, put it out there. I don't know if it's an ironic set. I think, I don't, that's, I think that's different. Yeah. The And NECA also put out, like, a Bob Ross figure. It's the same thing. I, they're, like, iconic characters that people love. Yeah, and it's funny that they exist. I, I guess so. And that's one opinion on them. Some people, like, I, Bob Ross, is he's cool. Like, if you watch him, you watch, like, he's a very good painter. Okay, but NECA has always released stuff like, you know, horror properties, sci-fi properties, stuff like that. You see, and now you know, they're just you, dipping their yeah, toe into this You know stuff. more about their culture. So, they like, you could you probably see it from their end, and you're like, this is straight ironic. And you, you would know more better than me. As an outside observer, I'm like... I don't know. That's just another line that they happen to carry. It's as niche as the other stuff that they carry in my brain. So I'm like, it's just another niche property. It doesn't at all appeal to the same people that all their other stuff appeals to. But it's a different audience that they might be going for. Right. I don't like. I don't know. That could be it. I, they they would be like, all right, what's what's peaking in interest right now? People seem to really love Golden Girls for whatever reason. I think a lot of people do like it, ironically, but people really appreciate the show. Like, watch it. And I will, love the I will characters. give you that because there has been a surge of it recently. Oh yeah, that they, they've been kind of coming back. So they they probably are trying to tap into that a little bit. But you know, they all sat around and said, "This is hilarious. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna pay, we're gonna make highly super articulated Golden Girl figures, and that's what we're gonna release yeah. next." And, I guess and everybody so. everybody laughed. Or like, maybe someone's like, I'm tired of doing the horror figures. Can we please yeah. do something else? Yeah. Yeah. That, and that they were too. like, let's do Golden Girls. That too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what license can we get that's cheap that might have a big audience? <laughs> exactly. I was like, Golden Girls. Let's do it. All right. Anything more to say about it? No, man. I'm just glad you brought it on. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we're talking about these now. <laughs> People need to know about these. <laughs> um, 
So I will transition with that into something that you're probably really excited about, more NECA horror news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, this is exciting for me. They are releasing uh, Candyman. Candyman. Yeah. Next, uh, uh, next, not this coming summer, I think next summer. Um, is this an old old horror Oh, yeah. Icon? You're not familiar with, with Candyman? I am not. Yeah. Uh, 1992 film, Tony Todd. Uh, you can basically think of him like, uh, like an urban Freddy Krueger kind of entity okay. deal. Um, he was, I mean, I can give you a quick backstory just so everybody can appreciate it, but it's like he was somebody who was, uh, uh, I believe he got some uh, plantation owner's daughter pregnant and then he was wrongfully murdered by a racist mob and he was, uh, I believe, stripped naked his hand got oh cut God. off what a story covered in honey and then bees attacked him so he has this persona of like this uh well-groomed man with a hook for a hand and like bees coming out his mouth and chest is he a candy man does he is that his occupation no that's not his occupation <laughs> where's candy man come from um, does he drive around in a van and be like hey no, you want candy no it's actually you really need to watch the movie uh to understand what's going on there because they they it's it's all based on this like urban legend of he's the urban legend like Freddy Krueger, um, where if you say his name five times, the summoner who has said it will, uh, he, Candyman will appear. So you say there. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Yeah, okay. in the in the into the mirror, into a mirror, like Bloody Mary. Yeah, basically okay. Bloody Mary. Got it. And then um, what happens in the film is the lady I don't remember her name, but she was that lady in Sideways. Uh, she, um, Sa- she, Sandra O. Oh. No, the other one. <laughs> okay, I don't know the other lady. <laughs> um, she is a journalist in this movie who she's obviously investigating this and uh, stumbling into it. And um, she goes to the site, I think, where like murders are happening. Uh, for some reason, I don't remember, I haven't seen it in a while, but like she ends up killing this guy. Or no, no, she doesn't end up killing anybody. Hang on. She ends up um, getting attacked by this guy who uh, is using the Candyman uh, urban legend to scare people away. Mm. So she gets attacked, and then eventually uh, this guy gets arrested because of her. So he gets arrested, and the crime, I think, stops. So Candyman gets upset because he's going to start being forgotten because, the real the real candy yeah this man. guy isn't carrying out like his persona anymore yeah so he wants to um have this new woman be like this is the weirdest story i've yeah, ever heard I, it, yeah it is it is very weird it's a great movie though is honestly. it good yeah it's fantastic yeah um the just everything about it the setting uh the characters tony todd is the candy man you're familiar with tony todd right i'm not i don't think so he, have you seen the final destination movies I've seen the first one. He's he's the Undertaker that like explains what's going on. <laughs> but I remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Well, Tony Todd. I man. remember Devin Sawa. That's what I remember <laughs> from that film. Tony and, Todd. He is phenomenal. Uh, he is a. You is know, he like a horror icon? Yeah. He's okay. He's he's a. I don't know that world. Okay. He's a <laughs> giant guy with such a booming voice that just pierces through you. Um, and he just he played this part so well. Uh. And why I bring it up is we're not even talking about the toy yet, but there, uh, I think Jordan Peele is involved in a reboot that's mm, coming out. That's cool. Um, wait, yeah, that's why I'm getting confused. The this I don't, I'd have to look up when the toy's getting released, but the the, the toy was announced. Uh, you can pre-order it. Uh, but the the reboot, I got that mixed up. The reboot is actually happening not this summer, but the next. Okay. So look look out for that. That I that think that's going to be really cool. I don't think Jordan Peele's. I don't think he's directing it, but he's involved. So, you know, so that should be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony Todd is unfortunately not Candyman in this, from from what I gather. Is uh, the actor still alive? Yeah, no, he might he might be well, in it. Well, he might be least, in it, like, but he's cameo. not Candyman. Uh, I think that that's okay. That was already casted for that whatever that dude was in Aquaman, the villain. Oh, uh, really? Black Manta. Oh, the villain. I don't know who played the villain. He's a new Candyman. I don't know him or as far as what his stature is, like physical stature, but I I hope he's like as impressive as Tony Todd was. Anyway, um, the toy looks good. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> Not as good as the Golden Girls, but it's no. looking good. Uh, yeah, it gives you exactly what you want from those moments uh, from the movie that you remember. 
uh, with his chest, his open wound chest full of bees. You get a replaceable head with him, uh, you know, coughing up bees. <laughs> and then you get his hook for a hand. Oh, uh, man. He looks great. And I'm just really excited that there's more attention being paid to this film because it was just, I don't think it was appreciated in its time. Yeah. Um, and there's just a huge cult following for it. So if anybody's listening to this and are in need like a Friday night movie tip, man, I totally recommend uh, Candyman. I don't recommend the, the two sequels that came after. I, I haven't seen them. Uh, Tony Todd is in both of them, but I, I just, I haven't seen them. I heard bad things and I just never got around to seeing them. But Candyman, yeah. Um, and the score in it is fantastic too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, it's so haunting. And <laughs> I didn't realize you loved this film so much. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave it at that. Uh, the figure looks good. You can pre-order it now. Uh, it's it's like just under thirty dollars, I think. So uh, nice, man. You gonna get one for yourself? Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. one of these you're gonna pick up. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Who would it have to be? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's honestly, this is kind of tempting because there was only like one other figure. Like when, the, uh, like they were doing like movie maniacs line, like they they released Candyman, and that was I think that was under like Candyman three because it was easier to get the license. Yeah. So this is actually like an official Candyman figure. Well done, and uh, it's on. Quite honestly, it's tempting. All right, man. But I'll let you know. I know what to get you for your birthday now. <laughs> Candyman. All right. I think we got our last topic before we get to collection updates. And again, it's it's Lego related. All right. So th- kind of Lego related. There is a Chinese knockoff of Lego called Lepin. I don't know if you heard that, but there's a lot of knockoffs. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. So Lego's been fighting these guys for years and trying and like three years ago, they started three years ago fighting yeah. these guys. And they finally like it might have been even three years ago that they got this settlement that Lepin has to stop making the products. And they've just... They keep making them. It so, blows my mind how this has gone on. Yeah. Well, because it's like it's, it's in China and they don't have great regulations right. around like IP control. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't want to mess up things for the economy. Oh, yeah. Too. No. Yeah. So this, I mean, this is probably a big moneymaker because it's, it's straight up remakes of the Lego yeah. sets. Obviously, worse, way worse quality. But like dumb mom and dads are like, oh, Star, Star Wars Lego, here we go. And they just pick it up or like any old Lego set that they've released. So yeah, they finally got raided. Lepin's factories got raided and their boss was arrested. I assume by the Shanghai government or the the, the Shanghai police, which is kind of separate from China. I think I don't want to get it. I really don't know. But I, what I understand is Shanghai is much more like Western connected to the West than the rest of China is, and they kind of want to play nice. So I assume Shanghai was like, all right, let, let's like actually crack down on this stuff. So they raided the factories like throughout like millions of dollars worth of product and like destroyed it. And then the and then the head boss got got arrested but there's still factories in china that are still operational they're still pumping this stuff out so like it's just the the beginning of this that they've kind of gone in is this in the action figure world is this a problem at all not to that scale i don't think there's always uh you know bootlegs and whatnot and all that kind of stuff but that's honestly something that's been embraced and welcomed in certain aspects because it's just so ridiculous sometimes uh as far as like anything official like that uh, I can't really name anything off the top of my head. It hasn't really affected my collections in any way. Uh, I know you really got homebrew people doing that kind of stuff, like making uh, really rare Star Wars weapons, and people are getting all up in arms about that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that could continue into other lines too, and I'm sure it does. But as far as, like, an official business or anywhere, no, I, I don't yeah. – I can't name anything. This is, this is always very – funny and strange to me that this became its own business was just copying lego and they were able to just sell and like i think it was a super successful business i mean you see it all over ebay plaster all over ebay and even amazon like you can buy these on i think they might have cut off amazon but you can buy these everywhere uh if you just look around on the internet like people in the u.s can buy these uh yeah it's it's just kind of nice to see them finally getting cracked down on uh i'm definitely on lego's side in this i'm sure you are but I do understand why a lot of people would buy these because they were selling like really old sets that are like $3,000 in the aftermarket. They were selling for like 100 bucks or like even less. So it's like if you just kind of want that thing and you want it to look nice and you don't really care that it's not Lego, you just kind of like, all right, this completes my collection. I'm just going to sit it next to everything else and only I will really know. Uh, I can understand why some people might want it. but Have you ever handled these bricks? No, but I've seen a couple videos on them, and they're, they're just junk. Like, they're they're nowhere near in comparison in, in really? the quality of Lego. Yeah. Like, you can, you can, like, break them pretty easily. 
Hmm. Yeah. So and they like don't quite stick together quite the right way, and the figures look weird. Yeah, it, they're not they're not great copies of them. It's kind of like Mega Blocks. I think Mega Blocks might be higher quality than these. <laughs> we're just we're kid. We love you, Mega Blocks. <laughs> no, we don't. Someone, uh, so one of my friends just has. The, I'm getting off topic. One of my friends put out a. Uh, uh, a registry for their for their child's first birthday and there's a bunch of mega blocks on there um, uh, those kind of people yeah right and i understand because they want it. it's like a, it's, a, it's a girl and they want this like cute like pink mega blocks table and like all the mega blocks stuff to go with it and lego doesn't really offer that in but i'm just like i'm buying this kid duplos like there's no way i'm buying mega blocks for this kid <laughs> so I, I might go rogue and just buy duplo Duplo, Duplo. All right, that's that's it on the weapon story. I think that's it for news. So why don't we get some collection updates? What do you what do you got yeah, for us? Let's get into some collection updates. Working on that jingle. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a work in progress. What uh, do you got? <clears throat> yeah, we'll we'll t- we'll kick it back to vintage for some of our vintage fans here. Oh yeah. Um, it with with April passing, uh, it was the start of unofficial official start of flea marketing season uh yard sales are popping up oh yeah so i'm in full flea market yard sale mode um every saturday morning i'm trying to go out and and hit these flea markets uh didn't have any luck this weekend but uh if anybody follows us on instagram you i i I am trying to post some of the stuff that i find um and uh, i think it was like two posts back for this flea market stuff uh i found some vintage uh, Milton Bradley karate fighters. All right. That's stuff that you don't typically find, uh, at flea markets. At least personally, I haven't in any of my experiences. I've never seen these things. Give me a little background on these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Have you, so are you familiar with them at all? No, not at all. Really? Yeah. I, I did not have action figures growing up. Well, this isn't, that's, that's the, that's the thing. This is kind of action figures, but it's essentially, it's marketed as a board game. Okay. Uh, cause an actiony board game? Well, it's not. It's not a board game though. It's like, are you? Is it like Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yes, yes, updated? definitely. Okay. It, it's like you're basically loading a figure onto this like uh, toggling, turning uh, board where you twist and turn it, and essentially they're supposed to look like they're doing karate moves. Yeah. Because they're pivoting on one leg, and one leg can swing up. Does it and look good? The arms can uh, punch. And they can kind of du- like dip a little bit. Okay. Um, so it makes them look like if you turn them in the right way, it looks like they're performing karate moves. I mean, does it, it actually look good though? Uh, yeah, it looks fine if you're if you're like just doing it like playing around with it. But when you're actually fighting with somebody, that's it was exciting. But at the same time, you can't. It 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 played out exactly like a button masher on a video game. You don't know what you're doing. Like you're just spinning it. <laughs> And you're you're not gonna stop spinning that thing until the other person gets kicked in the right spot and it gets launched off, and then that person who's still on their peg wins. Got it. And you just don't know who wins until everything stops moving. So not a lot of strategy involved. Not a lot at all, unless you want to just be that kid that can turn it. Like, because there's only there's one action port on or like launch button on on the figure's chest. Yeah. So if you just kept your back turn, you can never you could swing at it all day and you never hit it. Yeah. So like there were people that played like defensively like that, but essentially it always they boiled were down to yeah. people just flailing and kicking each other. Uh so it would uh it would really get the action figures like gunked up and scratched up cuz you know, they're battling. Yeah. Um so I found these they're actually all prob in in pretty decent condition. I actually found some with weapons. They used to come with the uh, weapons you could load is it a pretty good lot, like the whole lot, or like not everything? No, it was just a couple of things. They actually yeah. came with a ton of weapons, uh, but I was able to find three of them, and I couldn't find their little pedestals that they go on, unfortunately. Yeah, so you um, couldn't play? Yeah, I couldn't play, but uh, that's the thing that I wanted to talk about. I remember these guys, man. I, I We did have a blast. I talk about it now. It's like, it was, it's kind of dumb if you think about it, but it's like, we did have a blast playing with these, um, and... Uh, but the thing was, like, I found it interesting because it was board, it was a board game, but um, they is were it, action figures. Is it really a board game, though? No, but it's a quote-unquote board game. It was, like, under Milton Bradley. Well, I guess it was Hasbro, but uh, Milton Bradley, because Hasbro brought out Milton Bradley. But um, it's as it's, a board game as, like, Crossfire was a board game. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, not quite a board game. Right. Um, but these guys... When you took them off, you're like, "Oh, look, I got an action figure," and you're and you can play with it. Yeah, you couldn't really play with it because, <laughs> like, the arms you can't position the arms because they're meant to be loose and swing. Right. So you couldn't position them in any certain way. Um, 
the legs, one does not bend because it needs to be stable to pivot. Right. And the other one just sort of bends up in one motion. And that's so oftentimes it was actually kind of hard for them to stand in certain ways. So you couldn't play with them really outside of like them on their spinning platform. So now in my older age of collecting this stuff, it actually works to my benefit because it's like, well, I don't play with these. Yeah. I just set them on a shelf and I appreciate them. So it works there and I had no problem picking them up when I saw them. I was like, that's something I, I have to grab. Did you get them for a good price? Yeah, I got three of them for $2. Wow. Some of them had weapons. Yeah. What do you think the going rate for those are? Oh, I have no idea. I, I actually, for fun, I looked it up online to get a couple of the... um. I got to come up with a name for these things. The action platforms. And I guess I'm going to call them because I'm yeah. stuttering over this. The action platforms. I wanted to get a set of them. And I, I, I saw a set was like 30 or $40. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a little too wow. steep for me. Yeah. Um, another note to be made. I actually do have um, two other sets of these. Not their karate warrior or karate fighter style figures. They are, I don't know if you remember these, but they Probably are not. the uh, Raptor set from the Lost World. The two battling Raptors. That sounds more familiar to me than they did this that stuff. with Raptors. I okay. actually have that set, and I have them on the little platforms. And when you twist them, they make like dinosaur noises and everything. That should also be noted. They these karate guys also like shouted and stuff when you twist and turn them. Um, and then I also have the Jurassic Park three set with the uh, T Rex and the Spinosaurus attacking each other. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like Eric. <laughs> no, Eric. <laughs> so. Um, these sets, they all have like the same kind of style of platform where the, the figure's foot can lock onto it. Um, and the dinosaurs, you can interchange them. So it's, you know, you can use each platform for each dinosaur. But the karate fighters, I was like, oh, well, it's the same thing. It's the same idea. I'm gonna, I, I plugged on uh, one of the karate fighters onto one of those sets. Uh, and I was like, oh, this, this should work. And it's not going down all the way. Well, they reversed the pin, the pin clip on them. Uh, uh, so like the, the pin clip that's holding it on isn't like the, is in the heel of the karate fighter yeah and then for the dinosaurs it's like above the foot they don't want humans battling dinosaurs it's crazy yeah is it the same company that made them uh it was marketed under milton bradley and then hasbro bought them out in because i think milton bradley was bought out in like 85 or something like that uh so i think it was all hasbro so it was the same style all throughout i believe so it should have worked, but they just changed where the pin clip was, so I couldn't plug them on. So Man, looks like I spent that 30 or oh, 40 well. bucks to really play with these. Yeah, so we can play with them. Yeah. <laughs> what, what have you been collecting recently? So I've got some updates. Uh, the Tantive 4 that came out that I talked about last cast, I picked one of those up on May the 3rd. Not really May the 4th, but as part of the May the 4th pro, uh, promo that was going on at the Lego store. I also got a exclusive set, like a little Hoth set that you could build. It was like a $20 value. You get that for free uh, with a $75 purchase. I think that's still going on. So if you want to get the $75 with a Star Wars Lego, you get that. Uh, those are the two big, I haven't opened it or anything, but those were two things that I picked up while I was there. Uh, what I'd really rather talk about is the Darth Vader bust <laughs> again, because I said I got two from Target, like MSRP, regular price. And I had that set coming in from eBay. I finally got it. It did not have, it, or it had the target mark on it. So it's right. the exact same set. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to return it. I went to return it and the seller has a no return policy. So I have to keep this thing and I paid double for it. So I'm just hoping that it gets above double the price at some point. So I can just sell this one that I've got. How can you just establish a no return policy on eBay? I guess so, yeah. Like, how I did how did you go about that? Because I swear to you, when I sell stuff on eBay, I say no returns, and I don't accept returns. But then there have been like two instances where people have just demanded refunds from me, and, and, it, and it worked and out like, for them. Yeah, and eBay like makes me pay. I, I forget how exactly, but oh, well, maybe I'll do that then. Because I don't want this thing. I want what, it gone. Did they personally just send you a message? Or like you physically like can't push a button and say, like I'm returning this? I pushed a button to return it. And then eBay was like, all right, a note has been sent to the seller. You'll be updated from the seller. And the seller's like, yeah, I'm not. I don't accept returns. So I figured that was the end of it. But I guess I can go back and be like, no, I want a refund from eBay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it to go through all that hassle. Yeah. I'm, I assume it's going to rise in value above what i bought it for and i could eventually sell it but that's kind of annoying well i kind of got it, it got me when they're demanding a refund uh i guess one of the toys was like dirty and i had no idea it was dirty yeah uh and they were just like 
screaming at me via email. Yeah. Like uh, all so cash. I was just like, well, this is like $8, so I don't mind refunding you. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't actually think about like standing my ground and just saying, Hey, look at the fine print. I don't take refunds. Yeah. But I guess there were grounds there where I should have taken the refund and I did take the refund or I, I did give them the refund. So did you let them keep the figure or did they ship no, it No, they shipped it all back. <laughs> wow. For eight bucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I don't really know what to do in this situation. I, maybe I'll go back to eBay and see if I can get rid of it. I'm, at this point, I've kind of accepted that I just own it. I, I don't think you're going to have any problem making your money back on that, though. I just have to wait. I have to wait longer for it to actually get up to that price and then beat that price. I haven't checked out what it's going for now. I would assume it's around that $80 mark now. Yeah. But they did that at, at extra release, so more people got it. Yeah, well, cut your losses and sell, yeah. sell at a lower price. You know, I don't want to do that. Just cut your losses, man. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll hold on to it and sell it at some point. Uh, I don't, I don't think there's, I mean, I got the Disney collectible minifigures. I got a bunch of those. I didn't get the full set yet. I got Hades. Hades is weird in there, man. His headpiece and his hairpiece are the same piece. There's not separate. And, oh. and then his, his base is like, is uh like squiddy bottom. Yeah, it's like a buildable base, right? It, well, it's just like, it's just one piece and it's huge. Oh. Like the, the manufacturing process that had to go into making him. I'm just like, they probably shouldn't have made him. That's like, that's crazy. <laughs> The amount that they went. So I, there's some I'm missing in there. I, I'm going to trade with a Lego friend of mine for a couple that I missed out on. But otherwise. How I, many I, did you miss? I missed. There's 18. I think I missed seven. Wow. Yeah. For, and you bought a whole box. I bought I bought a set of 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I missed seven. Yeah. The, at the Lego store, they only let you buy 18, which is really silly. Wow. Uh, when yeah. did that change? Uh, I think with a couple of releases ago. Oh. They also changed the bags they come in, and I really hate the new bags. They're way noisier. Yeah, they're really noisy, and like, and my wife is trying to watch uh, TV, and I'm over there just like crinkling the bags, and she's like, "Does it have to be that loud?" And I'm just like, "I can go upstairs. You wanted me to be here." So yeah, that's that's my collection update. I don't I don't think there's any. That's like pretty much everything I'm buying in May, and then that's the end of my budget for May. So I gotta wait till June to buy my next round of stuff. But uh, that's all I got going on. You got anything else? No, that's that's really about it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us this time. If you want to help support the show, please consider telling a friend about us. And that's the best way you can help us out. Just tell one of your buds. And if you want some more Toy Talk Guys action in your life, you can find us on YouTube. Definitely check out YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you guys again next time. Talk.